Mm. Grand rising, happy day. Oh. Here we are on another day to find gratitude in the current moment and be present with ourselves as much as can be. I want to take a moment to say my immense gratitude and thanks to all of you who have <clears throat> excuse me, reached out on the topic of yesterday's post and podcasting. It is apparent to me that there is a far more positive uh, welcoming of this conversation than I initially anticipated. Not saying I'm not anticipating for the best, but somewhat being uh, bland and anticipating uh, the public's response, I did think I'd have a bit more silence on the topic than I received. And I'm unendingly grateful for those of you who had reached out, sent me DMs, sent me audio clips, text messages, uh, story reels, all on this topic, and sharing some of your own personal catalyzing life experiences around suicide. Whether it be with a loved one or yourself, uh, the response was positively overwhelming and I look forward to expanding on this topic with you all as the days progress. Um, today's reflection is on my end point on my story feed, which was Walking Suicide, the name of this podcast. And for me, that's where I've resonated most in terms of the subject of suicide. I have found myself multiple times in a walking suicide in my human experience. Uh, very much emotionally detached, disassociated, unenthused, melancholy. Um, I stop self-care. I disconnect from my network, my social friends and family, and I often find myself becoming exceedingly pessimistic and marinate in my own energetic shit, so to speak. <clears throat> and that's a hard place to be, especially when you involve dark humor into your pessimism and melancholied life much like a foxtail will find its way up a dog's nose and be a pain in the fucking ass to remove due to the barbs that keep the foxtail going inward um, I find the, that experience to be similar to a dark humored pessimistic walking suicidal being I'm sure walking suicide is a phase of the suicidal loop <clears throat> I actually want to draw a 
a huge picture diagram of the life cycle of suicide and the at different points um, which subjects come up and how do they feed into the next like how does depression lead into suicide how does depression lead into walking suicide how does mental health lead into depression which leads into suicide and so on um, I'm envisioning a big circle wheel and you know a a topic was brought up to me today by a beloved friend on the effects of this pandemic on increasing the numbers of walking suicidal people, which I was like, oh, fuck, that's a fucking brilliant point. I didn't see that either. But absolutely, it's like this pandemic has been going on long enough now where it's totally become normal in big ways for us all, which is grossly unhealthy. Um, not touching too much on the subject of conspiracy or political debate here, but without a doubt, each and every one of us has experienced a level of depression around this pandemic, a level of social suicide around this pandemic, abuse, mistreatment, and unhealthy effects of living based on how this nation in particular, the United States of America, has handled, spurred, and directed this pandemic. I cannot speak for other countries. Uh, hopefully uh, we get to hear from some of you in other countries so we can bounce information off of each other and learn farther about how each country is running this pandemic experience and how it's affecting its people of the nation. Recently, I experienced a devastating blow from a business partner of mine, beloved dear friend of a few years, and they cut me out of the project in full. Our agreement was a 50-50 split based at the beginning and agreed upon throughout, even a week prior before their card-turning decision. And it threw me for a fucking loop. And immediately I noted myself spiraling hard to the bottom. And feeling okay with that. And that was startling to me. Realizing the level of vengeance I was experiencing my mind leaning to in reaction to their unexplained and unjustifiable decision to cut me out in full it worried me because I felt totally okay in that moment 
doing everything in my power to destroy that person's experience. Their relationship, their harvest, their life system they have set up. Because I felt that had happened to mine. And in doing so much continual work with myself to learn about these places and remain the observer in these unbalanced states allowed me to pull myself aside, sit myself down, and feel a thousand percent what I was feeling and indulge myself in envisioning the walkthrough of like, fine, you want to go fucking wreck worlds? Envision what that's like and try on what it feels like to go through all the potential um what's the fucking word the kickback of that if you go through a bomb what's the kickback of that going to be for you so eventually my efforts paid off I currently find myself over the last handful of days waking up, grateful to wake up, waking up with a passion for new purpose, new project, new outlooks and experience. And it was in acknowledging the death, the spiritual death I was experiencing in that timeline shift and being able to remain the observer and not fully identify with that betrayal experience that I was able to sit beside myself lay myself down at night self-care in the ways that I could brush your teeth, take a shower, eat some food get to bed at a reasonable time if you can't sleep, listen to meditative music affirm that you love yourself do your self-mirror work and Eventually, like a half penny in the bucket each day, I pulled through. And in that pull through, I acknowledge now is it was a death I went through. And because it was chosen out of self-support and love, I chose to lean into that suicidal death energetically. I am now experiencing a rebirth. So suicide is not strictly or solely physically based. Yes, energetic death absolutely affects our physical form and our waking life. But it is not the sole topic of suicide. If someone said, oh, so-and-so committed suicide the other day, it's going to hit me hard like, oh, fuck, someone killed themselves with the assumption that that's what suicide means when in truth no you could be like what happened oh you know the school got shut down due to pandemic and they're devastated and they're losing their identity and grieving that terribly and it's not going well but they're pulling through 
I feel the only way you pull through an energetic suicide is by acknowledging that a part of you is dying. And when you acknowledge that, you stop fighting it. There's a point when a human is dying in front of you for whatever reason, and your human brain and awareness acknowledges there acknowledges there's nothing you can do to stop that death. And an incomparable calm to anything else comes over you. And everything is still. And it's in acknowledging that there's nothing else you can do but be with yourself or be with that person or be with these feelings of yours that allows them to come to rest, to settle, and to pass. And once they pass, the freedom, the liberation that is felt from that point forward, whether energetic, spiritual, physical, what have you, is profound. So for me, I'm really excited to bring more light to this topic as a whole and really zoom in on the conversation of how are we consciously and unconsciously committing suicide and committing suicide unbeknownst to ourself or perpetuating a suicidal state of cyclic behavior. People could be caught in that cycle for years. Addiction is a big one. When we're actively living in and fighting addiction, constantly going on binges, constantly whiplashing back, regretting in agony, depression, whiplashing back out to use again, coming back out, and we cannot break that cycle, that, I would say, is an emphasis of a, a walking suicide long term. And there are skills, there are techniques, there are ways that we can learn, and there are fucking challenging that's not the point is that they're easier not they're challenging because they test you and try you and vet you for your waking physical experience and approaching physical death which comes for all of us on how are you going to handle this and walk yourself through it the cliche claim that we are all alone when we die is valid Physically, we may be around loved ones supported and held during that physical passing. But truly, it is the relationship we have with ourself on how successful and whole we are able to remain and walk ourselves through energetic passing in any circumstance. And when we practice this and hone in on this and sharpen this skill and ability in waking life to manifest the waking life we truly envision for ourselves, when our physical death comes, no matter the circumstance, we will fully be with ourselves in that process. And our transition out of physical form will go far more 
effortlessly and painless when we learn how to practice these skills in the waking physical body life. <laughs> I'm going to be journaling on this topic more to digest it a bit farther. But for now, I'll wrap it up at this point and say thank you for being open to consider such thoughts and ideas and concepts. We are definitely of the fringe community and most certainly of the fringe community in this nation of the United States of America. It is no surprise that mental health is a rampant disease in this nation, let alone around the globe. But this country in particular is known for its mental illness and the injustice legal systems put in place to monitor and regulate such diseased states of the human psyche and physical form. It is very much up to us as individuals and of close-knit community of such fringe understanding to learn how to heal and navigate these spaces for not only ourselves but for our community around us. It doesn't take a lot to change the pH of any environment and I'll be the first to say the pH of this environment is acidic as fuck. So thank you for listening. Thank you for holding space for yourself. And I look forward to talking with you all soon. Abundant gratitude.